Welcome back to the Remedial Film Class Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Travis. And I'm George. Hey, George. Do you feel a little regret creeping into the room? A little bit of like, why did I ask to watch this movie? <laughs> I don't think he did. Did you ever <laughs> ask to watch this? He did. He's uh, like, oh, I want to watch that one. Okay. We've got okay. it on tape. <laughs> you brought this on yourself, bro. Tonight we watched Halloween Resurrection. 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 Res, yeah. Motherfucker. That's the joke I was going to make. <laughs> Thank you, Dan, for making make it for me. Make my people want to jump, jump. Oh, shit. Oh, guys, uh, before we jump in to this wonderful movie, I just have to tell you guys, I came up with a new shorthand acronym, which I used so many times today in my notes mm-hmm. that my Google started suggesting it before <laughs> I finished it. Nice. This acronym, I H T F M. I hate this fucking movie. Mm. So many occurrences in my notes. But guys, I actually, I'm going to say, I'm just spoiler alert for this episode. I was never bored in this movie. Right. George, how you doing tonight, man? I'm okay, man. Now, Dan, you just, uh, you just relocated, right? I did. Uh, this did, is my first episode recorded in uh, the land of Patrick Mahomes and barbecue. Now, your new home, uh, do the doors lock from the inside or the outside? <laughs> is that... <laughs> Whatever is most convenient for the plot. Aha. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. You know, some huh. folks do. I mean, I, I know folks, uh, I, I use the word folks twice. I know people who have deadbolts that have keys for the inside too, which I think is super unsafe, but there are locks that lock from the inside. I suppose the there are. I suppose there are. Yep. Hmm. Locks that even from the inside you'd need a key for. Do you see why when we talked about the Jamie Lee Curtis trilogy, we didn't tell you that she was in this movie? Yeah. Do you know the story behind all this? Oh, you wouldn't. Dan, no. do you? Uh, enlighten me, Trev. Okay. So <laughs> apparently, when apparently she, Wendy, no. No, when she went to, uh, with the idea to do H2O, and they collaborated, Carpenter walked away, Deborah Hill walked away, everybody walked away, and she was stuck doing this. Basically herself, Kevin Williamson comes in, all these people come in from Dimension, and every time she gets a rewrite of the script, the ending is either hidden or Myers is not killed. She kept saying it was in my contract, well not in my contract, but it was in the pitch that we were going to end this thing, I was going to kill him, a whole dichotomy, there's this whole storyline here, blah, 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 facing your challenges, Mm -hmm. facing your fears, facing your demons. Every time she went to the meeting, they were not implying that he was going to die. And finally, she's like had a WTF moment. She brought it up in the meeting. They're like, listen, it's in the, was it Akkad? Mustafa Akkad is the. Yeah, Mustafa Akkad would never let you kill Michael Myers yeah, for he, real. In his, it's in the contract of Michael Myers that you do not kill Michael Myers. And she's like, well, why didn't you tell me that from the beginning? Uh, and. Because you wouldn't do the movie. Right. So Williamson finally said, well, what if you think he's dead? What if you and the audience think he's dead? 
would you still do the movie? This was her telling the story. And she finally came to a point where she's like, yeah, if I think he's dead, audience thinks he's dead, then yes. He says, well, how about we just do, and then they, they were planning this twist beginning before they even started, uh, finished making H2O. So when she came back, she's like, this is your twist. Um, have him kill me in the beginning. <laughs> Basically <laughs> what she said. She's like, have him fucking kill me. I'm done. Wow. So that was her story. And I was like, wow. I never, I didn't know that. Uh, so it was, it's a little gem. You could just, like that, that would piss me off if they did that. But even Jamie Lee Curtis is not bigger than Michael Myers. Well, and here's the thing, George. We, no. When we last left Laurie Strode, she decapitated Michael Myers. Yeah. And you presume lived happily and safely ever after. Yeah. The, the opening of Halloween Resurrection and the exposition and the retconning done by mm. those nurses <laughs> made me want to eject the movie and just pretend that I watched the rest of it. For your benefit tonight. Yeah. Mm. But I stuck it out anyway. Just for you, man. Hmm. And so we Is could it... talk about the, you know, stuff that happens at the end. Yeah, Why don't sure. we just skip right to what we do to fix it? <laughs> like, there's nothing really going that we're going to gush about. Although, technically, I mean, some of the kills are pretty sweet. Uh, more Jason-esque. Than uh, Myers, I don't but know, man. a lot of them were homages to old kills. Yeah, I kind of felt like it was more of the same. Yeah, you know, there wasn't anything really too creative. There were some good. I mean, I think if you I take Buster Rhymes out of this movie, it's not that bad of a movie. <laughs> it's it's still bad, but it's watchable. It's like Halloween Five watchable. But his character is just like fucking Looney Tunes. It, it it literally, I thought I was watching a cartoon. Yeah, like I was waiting to, for them to show me a chalkboard with chalk drawings of <laughs> the mouse trap that he designed, mm. <laughs> like in the old Tom and Jerry cartoons. Yeah, just like uh, crates being delivered from Acme <laughs> from Acme, Acme brand. He yeah. drops TNT. an anvil on the head of Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, George, I know you don't always read the credits. Did you notice who directed Halloween Resurrection? No. It's Rick Rosenthal, who directed Halloween 2. Mm, yeah. So just chew on that for a minute. <laughs> I mean, Halloween 2 is no Halloween 3, guys. I think we can all agree Halloween 2 is okay, but it's, it's not yeah. as good as Halloween 3, which is the best one. I, I don't know if we can all agree on that. But... I think we can all agree on that. So... <laughs> It's just, it's kind of funny. It's just funny to see how off track. I mean, guys, they developed this movie for like four or five years after H2O, Mm. which was so good. And this is what we get. I don't know. There are things I want to talk about that I like. I don't want to just be a negative ninny and make fun of this terrible movie because that's just piling on. Everybody knows this movie blows except for Busta and Busta's mom, who thinks it's like Mm -hmm. the best one. And probably Tyra Banks. I really love the serial killer obsessed mental patient yes. and his ability to like read the Wikipedia page from memory of all these mm-hmm. killers. If only uh, because it gives you an 
oddly clever out for Michael Myers. You don't often see Michael Myers like, you know, try to escape blame, but he just hands off that knife like, yeah, dummy, take Mm. this knife. I'll just scoot. That's kind of fun. Yeah, that that character was kind of fun, Uh, but I actually didn't even remember that because I was so angry about the other stuff that happened in the beginning when it came out in the theater. I remember when this movie came out. You got a Raggedy Ann doll in the cell with Lori. That's kind of a cool throwback to the first one. Mm -hmm. All this this movie has is nostalgic throwbacks and terrible new ideas. Yeah. Although the the one good idea, I remember when this came out, it, it really made me angry because I thought, not that I thought of this idea, but remember when Survivor was like the biggest thing on TV? Yeah. Yes. I had an idea back then because of all the cameras and everything. Um and I wasn't sure how to do it because back then the cameras had cameramen. Uh and we were like not at this point of streaming and everything. But I thought it would be cool if one of the cast members of of Survivor or Big Brother or whatever was a serial killer and everything they were doing was being recorded and broadcast to kind of like Truman Show. As a person who doesn't love reality shows, that would make for compelling television. Yes. Even today. Just saying. Yes. Yeah, it it would have been cool. But when this came out, it kind of ruined, it tainted it to the point where no one's ever going to, they're all going to remember Halloween Resurrection because of that. And they were kind of ahead of their time when it comes to like streaming. I'll tell you what. I thought... That that was a cool idea. Yeah. Um, it took you know what was going on at the time. What year was this? Two thousand three, I think. Yeah, two? it's like two thousand two, two thousand three. Okay, so I thought that what they were doing for for the time with reality shows and and mm-hmm. stuff like that, it was, it was a cool idea. And this is like around like the real world was like the biggest thing, right? Reality TV. Was. Yeah, exactly. You know, bug a house. We, you know, it's. It's super scary, right. you know. It's it kind of almost reminded me of Ghost Hunters mm-hmm. type of television, yeah. um, and the you know and how the user could you know select which camera they're watching. Mm-hmm. That was that was cool. Like it, it's a, it's a cool idea. Yeah, and basing it's basically a, a haunted house being streamed in one of the f- most famous killers' house. Like that's yeah. all a good idea. The only problem was the. The catacombs. Yeah, like, I mean, there was all kinds of problems, don't yeah. get me wrong, but like the, you know, the concept was pretty yes. cool. Even back then, we were excited about it until we watched it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I don't know, where does this uh, timeline fall, like, with, uh, with like, Blair Witch? Yeah, like the first around the person, same time. First the, person camera yeah. stuff. That was the other thing when, this, when we were done, because back when we used to watch movies at the theater... We would talk in the parking lot afterwards, and right. kind of like what we're doing. Yeah, and that was one of the things that we talked about was you know this would have been a good found footage type movie mm-hmm. as well. And then one of my friends was like, "Well, you can tell that this was a script for something else, and then they kind of adapted it to Halloween." Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. See also Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Uh, Jason goes to hell. I, they've confirmed Jason goes to hell was something else before. They got the uh, go-ahead to make it a Jason movie via shoehorn. So, 
like probably someone had a story of the and it just wasn't marketable. So they're like, well, why don't we do the 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 stream not it wasn't even streaming back then. Uh you know, the reality TV killer type thing and just make it Michael Myers. Because the guy in the chair was kind of cool. That was a cool idea too. You know, the the that was ahead of the time as well. The kid this kid across the country is able to see what's going on at the Myers house because of oh. being streamed. And the, the kid in the chair. I'm like, who are you talking? The kid in the chair. Yeah, like it, it was again ahead of its time where we're at now. Yeah, what where was you can name? sit Declan in Hawaii. What's that? What was his name? Declan. Declan, I think. But you could sit in Hawaii and watch what's going on in Cherry Hill and comment on it. Yeah, <laughs> like to me, that's a great idea for a horror movie. That whole thing. He's still alive. Yeah. He's still in the house. Yeah. Like that's really cool. But it's so lost because of the acting. Everybody they cast in this movie is terrible. I like their costumes though at the party. Oh yeah, they were good costumes. Yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah I figured you were like that. But I, but you know what's the 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 worst part about the costumes was the first line that they deliver when they're wearing them is, <laughs> "You think people will know that we're from Pulp Fiction?" It's like, <laughs> I don't watch any movies, right. and I know you're from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh my god, this movie! So it's his... like this movie's insulting my intelligence. And they didn't work into the script. One of the guys saying, somebody at the party saying what to Jules. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. He just say what again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, to me, I call this movie Halloween missed opportunities. Like, yeah. There's just so many. And the guy playing Myers was good. The mask was a little too over detailed. I think the mask would have been perfect if they didn't sh- shade it with airbrush and, and have those eyebrows defined. Yeah, because it was picking up the light correctly. It was it was in the shadows correctly. All the contours were correct. Yeah, I thought the mask looked good, except for. There was like a little bit of like eye black. Yeah, he had the the Batman eye black yeah. going on, and the hair was like more frizzy than I think the yeah. first. It looked like it was like uh, singed, like it, it almost like they took the mask and then they singed the hair because it was kind of yeah, like you said, it was like I don't frizzy. I don't know if any Michael Myers has looked as good as the first one. No, for me, this might be like, as good as just... they've looked since. Like Since, this yeah. wasn't a bad look for Myers. No, my problem is the same problem I had with the remake Leatherface, uh, which you'll definitely see. You know, it's over stylized. That it's it's made in a in a special effects department. Right. You yeah. Nobody tell. in their basement right. made that mask. Right. Like the original Myers mask, you can see the 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 creepiness is you can see that it was made from another mask and it was creepy. Yeah. It had a blank stare. Once you start airbrushing eyebrows to give it like definition, you start doing the laugh lines and the and the 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 ear hole and all. So it just it's too much. Take the airbrush and get rid of it. Right. So, but again, the the sculpt of it was nice, but the paint job kind of was par for the course with this movie. Just over, over, overdone, overdone. Yeah. Guys, rookie of the year is in this movie. <laughs> yes, he is. Henry Rosenberger. And that's before American Pie, I think, or after? This would have been right after. I think it's after. after. It's right after, yeah. So he's already been ruining people's adult beverages, and now he's helping ruin Halloween. <laughs> <sighs> Making Solo Cups famous. Red uh, Solo Cup. He fills you up. Yeah. It's Oof. a hell of a party. Oof. 
Hi, this is Dan in Post. Now, you and I both know it was actually a clear disposable cup in American Pie. George doesn't know that. But for the sake of artistic integrity, I felt we had to mention the red Solo cup for the sake of the song. All right, back to the show. Yeah, and I remember that being weird because he, you knew him, because I guess American Pie wasn't as big at the time. You knew him from Rookie of the Year. You knew him from Disney movie here. He's playing this, like, creep. I don't know him from any movies. You don't remember him from your childhood? No. Kind of a old Disney actor. No. It's a rough way to I, meet him. I know of <laughs> I know of one scene from uh Amer- actually two scenes from American Pie because I was watching like a special effects video. Right. And they were talking about the special effects with the solo cup. And uh so I know that scene. Mm-hmm. And the other one is the, is the is the the pie scene. Yes. That's all I know. Well, we'll have to watch that then. Yeah. At some point. I don't know where it fits, but <laughs> <laughs> probably after after we watch Failsafe too. I, you know, I imagine uh if you had the pie in front of you, you'd just figure it out. <laughs> right. 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 Uh. <laughs> so guys, one thing about this movie that I did not remember from my last viewing. Uh, which was more recently than I'd care to mention because I did I watched it <laughs> a little while ago just to see if it really is ba- is as bad as I remember and it is it really is. Mm-hmm. They set up the kung fu thing like way yes. early, and I was like, oh look at that they put in the work to set it up and it's still the dumbest thing in this movie. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Speaking of that, the the whole idea of the the fake haunts and the fake scares and then Buster Rhymes wearing the mask. Again, another missed opportunity. It would have been really cool because they were all in on it. He said, you know, I'm going to scare you. It's good. For, we're all going to make money. They should have had Myers not kill somebody right away so that they think that it's Busta in that costume and they're kind of their guards down a bit. And then, then he finally kills somebody, and then that, then the shit hits the fan. But there was just no build up. And then how, how the fuck does he take a butcher knife and put it through, cut somebody's head off like that? Like you have to saw, <laughs> you have to saw someone's head off. Yeah, I mean, if anyone knew how much work it would take with a twenty-inch kitchen knife, Travis, I, I defer to you, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was at least twenty-five inches. He'd need a katana. <laughs> Yeah, there's no one-handed swing yeah, yeah. with a butcher knife. You're gonna, you're gonna hack that shit like a tree branch. I mean, we're talking about bone. Yeah. So that was lame. Well, the whole movie's lame. But I kind of like the part where Busta is chewing out Michael Myers while dressed as Michael Myers, if only because yeah. it's like we hit rock bottom. But then I felt some cracks form, and I thought, ooh, this could get worse. <laughs> And I like, it puts me to the edge of my seat. I'm like, all right, here we go. What are we doing next? But why would he turn and walk away? Probably because he wanted to get out of this movie too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously, he should have taken that that butcher knife and put it right through the mouth of that mask. (laughs) Just right through the mouth, teeth and all. And then have it go right out the back of the back of the mask. Yeah. That's what I'd have done. I need to make a Halloween movie. Yeah, there was so much head tilt. Yeah. 
Myers well, wouldn't you tilt your head if all these Myers people were talking was, to you? was tilting his head what felt like every 10 seconds. Mm. Yeah. Like, dude, you can't do it all the time or it loses its... It's like they were trying really hard to take what we loved about Myers in the first two movies. And I say two movies just because Rosenthal gives you a singy right, hair because right. he's not going to let you forget that he burned Michael Myers once, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like they couldn't Twice figure out a end, way. he burns him. Yeah. They couldn't yeah. figure out a way to advance Michael Myers. So they did the thing where it's like, well, he's a fish out of water in a technological future. And then they're dropping stuff like Survivor references and Girls Gone Wild references and all yeah. this very, very dated to a very specific time. But it's like they just didn't have any ideas to how the guy could function. So instead they tried fish out of water but didn't commit to it. The recipe to make this good was all there. And they just ruined it. And it, it bothers me that Rosenthal was involved. I don't know who wrote it. Who wrote it? Do we know? Charlie, no, Charlie know. Brown? I don't know. But good grief. <laughs> <laughs> so bad but hey uh, i mean there are things that we can look at as positives right the mask isn't i mean i'm gonna say the mask is probably the best it's looked since the first one i I think i'm willing to say yeah they're finally getting the look right it only took them seven tries to get the sequel to work there's some really interesting stuff (laughs) where you can't even say i can't even (laughs) i mean (sighs) I like that they reference Deep Red again and Halloween 2 again. It's like Rick Rick Rosenthal is just like, man, I've got blood in a bottle. It'd be a lot more fun if I made a big puddle of this on the floor and took a picture of it. Like, oh, Mm. it'd be funny if somebody slipped in this again. Like, And and there's some phenomenon in there with the whole, uh, where where they basically had like the tub full bodies and stuff. uh Uh-huh, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's like that whole catacombs underneath the Myers house. It had that that feel of you know when what's her name gets kidnapped and put in and has the the little creature kid is living in the basement like all yeah. that stuff is there, but you know what I thought was cool that uh, Mike Myers eats rats and dogs with what was it fresh uh, what was the the seasoning that was fresh was it like sage or something Oh I didn't even know it's like that. oh that smells fresh huh. right in the beginning. Right, right. The first thing that they do in there, I remember seeing the rats. But I remember we said, "It's like, hey, you want to like smell some like dank ass something or other?" And like <laughs> opens the spice <laughs> and it's like fresh. Huh. so he's like uh, seasoning the rats. So they're like, oh, so Michael Myers still lives here. There's evidence of someone living <laughs> here eating spices. Right. Oh no, I, I, I uh, think no, no, no. He's eating. He's no. eating rats. No, it's no, it's just the. That's just the detective work to realize it's all a sham. Leads up to that, uh, the Buster Rhymes speech about the, right? Right. Oh, uh, yeah, Americans yeah. Americans don't America. like reality. They want razzle-dazzle. Go along with this shit. I want my money. <laughs> so we're to believe that all that stuff, even the stuff we were thinking was Myers, it was all planted there? So Myers oh, yeah, was, all not, that, was like, not living shame. there? Yeah, that's what, that's what Dan's saying. And that makes sense now that I think about it. Yeah, all, the, like, the, the fake... Uh, because it, it goes well, against the story, right? The the high chair with the straps and all the torture yeah. devices. That's just all bullshit that Karate Kid put in there so that he could make the ratings good. Right. You know what else doesn't make sense? This movie. Michael Myers is still killing people even though his sister's dead. Hmm. Again, it makes sense if if you go the plot line of 
he's uh trying to wipe out birthright and and uh and uh, what do you call it bloodline no but, no it doesn't no, nobody in that house is related to him though no it's not but what i'm saying is if the, if they kind of like the 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 fog that we talked about where it's like it would have been if it was more definite that the six people that died or the five people that died in the fog were connected to the original settlers of the town this one if they all they had to do was establish one person was in that house that was a strode or not a strode a, a myers but they just didn't bother just i think that this movie thought they had accomplished something that they hadn't i think what they i think the impression that the writer had was that by killing laurie strode you've completed his mission hence why he hands the knife off and kind of disappears which frees him now to kill anybody they put in front of him. And so to put him in, put people in front of him, they open up his house and now they are in his sacrosanct house stomping on his like legacy. I think they're trying to essentially reestablish what will, you know, what is potentially the Laurie Strode relationship before she's the sister in Halloween one, she's stalked Mm. because she went to his house. And so now you've just dumped a bunch of people in his house and what else is a dude going to do besides stab everybody? That's what I'd do. Yeah. They I don't think turned, that's... They the... almost turned him into Territorial Jason. In a way. I mean, yeah. But that's kind of... I think they thought they got away with it. And it obviously didn't translate because... <sighs> guys. Guys. I also don't understand. And help me, help me see if, if maybe I'm misremembering the 80s. But I watch a lot of 80s slasher movies, and there's a lot of, like, gratuitous nudity, gratuitous objectification. Sometimes it's dudes, usually it's ladies. But what they don't do in 80s movies, but I think the impression that people got from watching 80s movies, and it's a real Mandela effect situation here, I can't recall an 80s movie that frames a woman's butt, center frame, and follows it. Hmm. And this movie's just thing. like, oh, hey, it's Tyra Banks. We're going to frame her butt because mm-hmm. we're a slasher movie, and this is what slasher movies do. It's like, no, nobody does this. Why are you doing this? Mm. Ew. Guys. They were trying to be MTV hip? I guess. But I don't it was know. An, old, an old guy trying to be MTV hip. Yeah, it's kind of like when Hitchcock tried to make uh, Last House on the Left, and instead we got Frenzy. Hmm. Which, this scene is super annoying for me because interspersed with unnecessary frame shots of butts and sexy drink making are the one, like, literate cinematic reference this movie makes, which is to Michael Powell's Peeping Tom. It's the kill with the camera tripod from the perspective of the camera. That's directly taken, I mean, it's more gory, but directly taken from a 1960 movie, came out the same year as Psycho, uh, in color ruined michael powell's career great director uh but really too extreme for its time you know it's a michael j fox uh marty like oh your kids are gonna love it situation but they do that they they use it well in a movie it's actually appropriate to have it with these cameras but they soften it and kind of nerf it and also kind of ruin it by making this you know mandela effect how we should treat women because it's a slasher movie thing which is completely not how women were treated in the 80s. <sighs> yeah, because this is kind of the tail end of the 90s 
horror movie where it was like uh I know what you did last summer and and all those kind of movies where it was just basically what seven hot people can we cast and how creatively can we kill them without writing a story or any meaningful dialogue right except and for that I speech think... about the right very meaningful that spoke <laughs> yes. to me i was like yeah man you're right this is all fake <laughs> when the cameras are turned off yeah you see how the sausage is made yes sir I did think it was interesting that they managed to cast a woman who looked like the entire female cast of Boogie Nights at the same time. <laughs> because she you, looks like Julianne Moore, but she is yeah. Heather Graham. Like, it's like, how did they splice those two together? I don't understand it. I was trying to figure out where the Burt Reynolds was. <laughs> I'm like, did you see something I didn't? He got his head karate kicked in by... Uh, uh. Or no, Kung Fu kicked it? I don't remember which oh, discipline God. Busta studied. Uh, when the bodies come out of the wall in the catacombs, it seems really familiar because they have uh, a movie called Deadly Manor, uh, directed mm-hmm. by Jose Ramon Larraz, who we haven't talked about in a while. Not one of his better movies, but at the end of the movie, a couple of like naked dead bodies fall out of the walls, hmm. which is a non sequitur that is jarring in a movie that really had no tension (laughs) you know it's like a last second like uh same thing here even though those were fake i have a good feeling that woman if she had survived would need a lot of therapy yeah well it's like the um the end of poltergeist like i i would like to see the (laughs) the psychological bills of that family after well, the and, events of that movie. And that wasn't even Coitus Interruptus, you know, like right. I have a feeling they shut a door with her that wasn't going to be easy to pry back open. <laughs> Talk that... about getting a boner. <laughs> oh that... my God. Oh God. Is that a... oh, hold on, you just said a term Coitus Interruptus? Yeah. yeah. Coitus. Did you just make that shit up? No, that's oh, that, a term. That exists. That's a real thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's when you get interrupted. When, no, I know you're... what it is. But Welcome I'm to Latin along. Sex Talk with Wait, Dan. Wait, what's, what's, what's the term for I didn't improv, know, Dan, I didn't, you say? Yes, yeah. and. Yes, yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. I was just playing along. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know that there was, like, a name for that. <laughs> and that it would be interrupt us. Yeah. That's funny. I don't know if it's actually <laughs> Latin, but that is a term that people throw around. I've never bothered to look at the etymology to see if it's, in fact... Right. Uh, I believe the coitus is... Latin and the interruptus is a playoff of an English word. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's not here, real. Here, here it is. It's is it is it in there? The Mayo Clinic scientific? has it listed. Huh. Wow. Hmm. Well, then there it is. Boom. Science. I would have just looked it up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I mean, here we go, guys. Here we go. So uh, you're learning stuff every week. See, in a movie that you thought couldn't teach you a thing, <laughs> taught you a really fun term. <laughs> Uh, it taught me a lot. <laughs> hey, did you like the Argento blood when uh, the bloody tears came out? Like all of a sudden their blood quality dropped and it was 1974 again. Mm. That was pretty weird. Though they, they wasted it all on the floor. <laughs> Two different kills, man. That's double the Argento blood for your money. Mm. They were probably scooping that shit up and pouring it out again. <laughs> Dude, I... <laughs> Carpenter style. Even then, I I thought the door stab wasn't bad, as far as like no harkening back to the original, still being effective. Like, dude, getting into a door is pretty cool. When uh when you discuss 
movies with people that don't enjoy the originals. Like that's my problem with Facebook right now. There's so many people that just are too young to appreciate older movies and what they've done. That very scene when he sticks Bob to the wall, he's kind of backlit. Myers is. Okay. You only see certain contours of the face. It's mm-hmm. it's an eerie nuance kind of scene. You get the head tilt, but the room is shady. Yes. It's lots of shadows. This, there's so many freaking close-ups of Michael Myers. Like, I feel like it's a glam shoot. Like, and then he's like all this eye contact and then. Yeah, I, I knew that there was something going on there that, that didn't sit right with me. And I think you just hit the nail on the head. Because there were there were some there were some really good shots of yeah. of Myers in this like like to the point where I was like damn Alex that's pretty good that's a good yeah, shot like the blue that's a good the shot blue lighting and stuff that and then really they sweet. and then they would follow it up with like a close up like I don't yeah. wanna, I just don't want to see Michael see Myers' pupils, eyes yeah. man just I just want to see I just want to see deadness like for me the the key scenes for original Myers that I love is his expression that you fill in the blank. Like he's, when he breaks through the closet and he's looking for her and then he kind of turns his head and looks down and then and then sees her. Yeah. You can't see his eyes, but you know right. what his eyes are doing. Like you're filling it in. Right. Same he's thing a Rorschach with, image. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing with the, when it, right after he kills Linda and the the ghost, sheet comes off of him and he stands up and Jamie's talking on the other side of the phone and he just picks the phone to his ear and you can't see what his face is doing but you can totally imagine what his face is doing like right. he's doing all this and it's, it's to me it, it's it's great acting work that Castle does because it's you're not seeing his face but you're seeing his face through the mask and just that whole putting the phone to his ear and then kind of bringing his face up that's all missing in these newer movies. Like they don't have the nuance of Michael Myers. They just have the the freight train or whatever it is that they're trying to convey. The the yeah. the the Porsche version of Jason Voorhees. Like they're just they're not doing anything that was and that's why when you get in that argument slash discussion with people and they talk about how Myers is slow, he's boring, he's this, he's that. And it's like you're the same person that doesn't get half the shit that we're talking about on this show. Yeah, they're missing the point. They're missing the point. And to me, that so are the and it's it sucks that it's Ro- so are the people making it. half these movies. Yeah, like they're when you get somebody who gets it, you get a Friday Thirteenth reboot, right? Or a Texas Chainsaw reboot. You get somebody who doesn't get it. You get the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. You right. get this bullshit. And it sucks because Rosenthal was part of the original movies. He should have been able to channel some of that, but he didn't learn anything. Maybe apparently. he really wanted uh, Bud or somebody from Halloween 2 to karate kick Michael Myers and then <laughs> shock him in the testicles. And right. John Carpenter was like, mm, I have creative control. I'm not going to let you do that. And then he, you know, this far in, Carpenter's not involved, and finally Rick Rosenthal mm-hmm. can shock a man's balls. <laughs> I agree with that. But then again, they did allow the the Ben Tramer scene, which is ridiculous. So I like shock, the ben shock a man's scene. balls with a microphone cable. <sighs> get out with that, that low impedance like, buzz. 
Wasn't it like Speakon? I didn't pay like that a, much attention. I I, I, I didn't either. Out pretty hard. I was gonna then, re- yeah. I was gonna rewind it, but I was like, "There's no way there's any current in that wire. Like, not a single. There's no way." Dan, did you ever see the movie Crawl? I have not seen the movie Crawl. Okay. It's it's like Jaws, but in a basement. If that makes sense. Wait a minute. Have I seen the movie Crawl? There's a shark in the basement? That sounds no, familiar. A, is it al- Reason or is it old? Alligator. Okay. It takes place in Florida. There's, It's like maybe the past five or six years. Basically, the water levels rise in this Florida town, whatever. They evacuate the town. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of something way different. The girl goes back to get her father because he went to the house to do whatever, and they wind up getting uh, circled. The the land gets encircled by water, and then oh, yeah, this they end up in fun. the basement. Blah, I blah, mean, blah. A, it's not going to uh, change it's a good my movie. philosophical outlook, but it looks better than this movie. <laughs> it's, it's a good movie. It's a good kind of suspenseful you know, but to me, you could have done something like that with Michael Myers in this house, and they, like, they just didn't have the, the creativity or the, the want to do it. But you could easily, I mean, the tension in Crawl, you know, it's an alligator. The isolation, all that stuff, it's it it it's very, very suspenseful, and this movie has no suspense whatsoever. I was thinking of The Cellar, not Crawl. Okay. Very similar uh, from your uh, initial synopsis. It sounded very similar, but I couldn't make it through The Cellar. It was too stupid. Uh, I I watched Crawl by accident, and I I enjoyed it. So I don't know if you'll like it, but... It looks fine. It looks like more fun than The Cellar. So uh, that's my Mm. tepid, uh, hesitant uh, (laughs) endorsement. I still don't recall asking to watch this movie. (laughs) You gotta go listen to the show. It was the H2O episode. He ain't gonna listen to the show. I know, he never listened to the show. It's probably for the better. I listened, it keeps him fresh. I listened to the show today. Oh. Did you? I did. At uh, at the the request of um, Richard? <laughs> Actually, it was it was Richard who His endorsement me to. made yeah. you watch your own show, listen yeah, to your own show. Yeah, I went back, I went back and I listened to The Exorcist because of Richard. Oh, so good. He's already doing the Lord's work. He's not even here yet. Yeah. You know what really cost this movie? It goes back to the writers. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the have to. You know, if you mm-hmm. don't have the have to, you're not going to get it done. That's a lesson I learned from the rookie of the year, and it applies here. Oh my the God. I was like, what is the have to? What is he <laughs> the talking have about? To. What the heck am I talking about? Actually, that's the next line in the movie. He's. Right. The pitcher goes, what the heck is he talking about? And the guy who tells him about the have-to walks out the field going, what the hell am I talking about? The have-to. Guys, Rookie How? of the Year. We should have watched that instead. I'm going to have to look but it up didn't, in the didn't Mayo get, Clinic Dictionary. Didn't we get Halloween 2 because of the have-to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Seriously, we I mean, kind of yeah, did. There you go. There yeah. you go. Just cool. for the money, right? God, in the, the movie, okay, Resurrection had some ambition. At some point in the writing process, because they realized that they could turn, you know, this audience at the party into the voyeurs that we are as horror fans. Like they had a thing they were going for, but they just, I don't know if they got hung up on that and just forgot to make the rest of the movie. But the part where the friend walks in and is shocked to see that his nerdy friend has like 
all the cool people in the room with him. He makes a mm. face of like, what am I doing in here? Like, it, that's the best acting in the whole movie yeah. is his face. It was like a Peter, Peter Parker moment. Like he yeah. was literally like the coolest guy in the room and his friends didn't know why. <laughs> well, and I love to see, I think it's Windows 98 at like a 320 by 240 resolution on mm. a 42 or 50 inch TV. Because all those things terrible. at that time, that is the edge of technology. That's the kind yeah. of thing, if I'd seen this movie when it came out, which I didn't because, uh, but had I seen this movie, I would have been like, yeah, this movie was stupid, but I wish my computer could display on a TV that big mm. in a room like that. Now, nowadays, we, we can do that with our phones to a TV without even hooking a wire to it. But in 2001, yeah. that was really cool. Uh, 1990, we were hooking. Uh my Nintendo up to my dad's 50 inch projection screen TV. <laughs> <laughs> that probably <laughs> to see terrible. that eight bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on that. Oh, and Mario looked like he was made out of like boxes, but yeah. So I can imagine. Duck hunt was like fish in a barrel yep. on that TV. Hi, this is Dan in post. You and I both know that a rear projection TV with a flat screen would never correctly work with an NES light gun. The zapper. I didn't want to jump on George about that because this isn't a Nintendo podcast, but guys, I'm with you. We know that wouldn't work. All right, back to the show. So anyway, I know what happened. I can tell you right now, based on this cast, you had way too many chefs on set running things. I guarantee you, if you talk to the producers and or the director of this movie, Buster Rhymes, was a handful. Well, I've heard that he got to rewrite a lot of his dialogue, which I know surprises oh. everyone here. <laughs> I, I could just tell by the way they were acting in the movie, they were probably hot shit on the set. They there is probably... a scene in the booth, and I, I can't remember if he's asking for a different camera angle, or he comes up with some creative decision, and then he does the Joey Tribbiani fart acting. Did you guys watch Friends? <laughs> It's been a while since we referenced friends on this show, but you know, the, how you act in silence is just to smell the fart and he is smelling all the farts, smelling every fart. So many farts. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that was part of the problem. I'm going to need an example of that type of acting. I don't get it. I don't watch friends. I'm going to send you the clip, uh, off. Yeah, please do. So that you can. I'm doing the face right now. <laughs> Travis is doing <laughs> the face. <laughs> Travis is doing the face. I love it. But yeah. Uh, do you still have your access to uh, Resurrection? Has your, your rental run out yet? <laughs> no, I believe it's, uh, it's paused <laughs> Wait, in the background you paid money here. for this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better turn in your petty cash receipts. Yeah, right. <laughs> We'll get a we'll get Blanche to you know reimburse you. So George, I think next week we should probably watch a better movie. What do you think? Yeah, next time when I say I want to watch a bad movie, don't <laughs> let me. Just okay. We will protect you from yourself going forward. That's our pledge. But next Please. week, George, we will be watching a movie with a guest. Oh, now, hmm. Richard. Oliver from the Chasing Tone podcast, a, a guitar podcast without which I wouldn't know either of you two dudes, uh, is going to join us. And we are going to talk about the 
classic American scary movie, Prom Night. Ooh. Do you know anything about Prom Night, George? Nope. Any idea who's in it? Nope. Any idea what Johnny it's Depp. about? Uh, I think John Mayer's in it. Do you remember who Tom Atkins is? John Mayer, Atkins is John Mayer is? in it? Do you know Tom <sighs> Atkins and his fuzzy Jeez. mustache? Because he's not in it, as far as I can remember. No, oh, okay, good. All right, okay, he's yeah. not taking people to the prom. That's that's who I couldn't remember. Couldn't remember last week. No, you couldn't. That I had seen the week before. We're going to take a trip back to 1980. We're going to enjoy okay. the American classic Prom Night, which Prom. Uh, is actually a good movie, as opposed okay. to the train wreck that we just spent an hour talking about. Well, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, he didn't like a couple things that we thought were it's American true. classics. It's true. He likes a lot of garbage, too, so we'll see. Garbage yeah. day! <laughs> 